I'm Brendan Kearney, and you're listening to the Belgian Smack Podcast, where we explore the world of Belgian beer. Jean Van Roy is a brewer and blender at Brasserie Cantillon, a Lambic brewery with a colourful history located in the Anderlecht region of Brussels. Here we discuss with Jean Cantillon's shift in 1999 to organic ingredients, his thoughts on the recent resurgence of brewing in Brussels, the impact of climate change on producing spontaneously fermented beers, and how he is just as inspired by his colleagues in the wine industry as he is by those in the production of beer. We touch on Jean's frustrations with the trading of Cantillon bottles at prices very far removed from those at which it is sold at the brewery. And we learn of his opinions on the Lambic fraternity, including why he feels uncomfortable working with certain producers and why he won't use the Eau de Huse designation. We also discuss how he feels about recent buyouts and what he thinks about the emerging term method goose. Sit back, listen and enjoy Jean Van Roy of Brasserie Cantillon. Jean Van Roy, thank you so much for, uh, for speaking to me. Um, Pleasure. Welcome. I, thank you. I, uh, I saw on Belgian television recently um, a clip of your father heading out to a football match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the, the team in Saint-Gilles, yeah. Royal Union, Saint-Gilles. Mm-hmm. Um, the team, the team... Uh uh, Union Saint Gilloise, yes, it's, we we produce the the cuvée Saint Gilloise for the for the team. Yeah, I'm the, my father is the the third generation supporting the club. And the the, the bottle is also in the team colours, the, yeah. the light blue and yellow. Yeah. And yeah, he was kind of going off to a match, leaving the family house, going with the friends and family to the match. How are the team doing? That's the uh, this this season very well. Uh, uh, it's the we, it's the best season since uh, decades. Yeah. So, okay, uh, so that's pretty I exciting. Suppose, yeah, it's because they they drank a lot of cuvée Saint Gilloise, I suppose. <laughs> I also I also saw something that recently as well that some of the Brussels breweries who also support the team yes, sure. came yeah, together. The, the so you have De La Seine and Stummelings. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, and so, so uh, it's uh, it's very funny. We 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 have a, a very good time. Uh, together in the stadium, and uh, so we are we are all part of the the most important union supporting group, union boys. Yeah. Uh, and when we are making the the match uh, away by by bus, uh, we bring some some beers from Harbury in the in the bus, and uh, no, it's. We we have a lot of fun. It's and it's kind of another indicator that you know Cantillon is a Brussels brewery. It's part of its identity that it's from Brussels. <clears throat> I mean, not Cantillon. It's it, Cantillon is not really a, a Brussels brewery. But uh, f- first thing, Lambic is the Brussels beer, and so we are proud to represent the the, the Lambic in Brussels because without without Cantillon, uh, all the Lambic brewery. Uh, should should disappear from the city. After after World Two, we had more than fifty breweries and blenders in Brussels. More than fifty. 
I think at, at the point that Cantillon opened, which was in 1900, there were over 100 operating breweries in Brussels. And for a period in the 2000s, you were the only brewery. Then De La Seine comes along. So, I mean, <clears throat> what's it <clears throat> what's it like to have the new breweries kind of pop up in Brussels in the last few years? Oh, it's uh, for us, it's a, it's a very, very good thing. You um, can go to football games together. We, 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 we don't feel it as concurrent because they don't produce Lambic. But even if a, a Lambic brewery, a new Lambic brewery will open in the city, it's, it, it will be a good thing, I think. Brussels need it. Uh, a new brewery will open here next month uh, if everything is going well uh, at 100, 150 minutes far from here, Brasserie de l'Hermitage. And it's, it's a very good thing if we can create some beer spots in the city. Uh, it was it was not a good thing to be to be alone in uh, in, in in Brussels because Brussels is considered as uh, a beer capital and uh, one brewery for a beer capital. <laughs> yeah, no, you do get that sense in Brussels that there is a little bit more energy. You've got sort of four or five new names coming up. Most of them are small. Most of them are young, but that is also good that you know you you can have that relationship with them. You're of course brewing a very different type of beer. But you know there is that relationship and maybe some experience. Yeah, we have very good relationship. Uh, and not, not only not only because we we support the same the same football team, but uh, I I like those those people. I have very good uh, very good contact with uh, new science, with Max. Uh, very good contact with my new uh, my new neighbor. It's uh, they are all young people, uh, full of energy, uh, producing good beers. De La Seine, for example, is is really. Uh, producing amazing beers uh, so it's uh, no it's a very very good thing for for us and for and for the beer the beer in Brussels in general so i'm speaking here about uh, bars uh, beer shops uh, restaurant because restaurants uh, begins to, to 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 use and to pour uh, beer uh, with good food so that's also very important i mean you're, you're talking now about amazing beer so maybe we could have a glass together mm, so sure. let's 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 pour some cantillon <coughs> classic goes so blend of one two and three years old so you you started working in the brewery in late 80s 1989 uh yeah eight 89 yeah 89 after my military service and uh, the goal was first to uh, to to leave Belgium for uh, some months uh, to France to to work in uh, wineries because Lambic is so close to to wine that uh, since always I'm sure that uh, we can link uh, Lambic and and wine, uh, but uh, two weeks before the end of my uh, my service, uh, the only workman of the brewery had an accident, and um, so you never so had that opportunity father, no, to go to France. No, no, no but no, you had no, grown no. up. My father, of... my father was alone, and uh, and the season began. Yeah, and so and there was no, uh, there was no question. Never. <laughs> but I mean, you grew up kind of in and around the brewery. Your, you know, Jean Jean uh, Pierre was here that you grew up, so you knew that maybe you were going to end up here, so you just thought, maybe I'll go to France for, for a while. It's, in, in fact, that I, it's, a lot of people are asking the same, the same question, uh, when, when do you decide to, to join the brewery? But I never decided. 
it's it was so natural uh, so uh, you know when in the 70s 80s uh, those decades were very very difficult for lambic for traditional lambic uh, it's uh, in the 60s from from the uh, early 60 to uh, early 90 it was the time dedicated to industrial lambic so uh, pasteurized beer uh, sweetened lambic and so on and um, my my father and my mother because my mother was also working in the brewery uh, needed hands and uh, so I think I I began here uh, to work in the brewery I was seven eight uh, so it was so so logic to to continue and to join to join the team and it was totally impossible for me uh, because of the the fight uh, my parents did to save the the brewing to save the lambic it was totally impossible for me to to say okay you you did it for nothing because i don't i have no interest to continue uh, so it's it's love for lambic but also respect for your family history yes sure. i mean you I have uh, respect for the family and one more time for the beer itself for the beer and for the city it's as I told you, yeah, Lambic is so linked with, with Brussels. It's uh, I'm proud of my city and proud of my, my beer and my brewery. Yeah. So you have uh, 1900 Paul Cantillon and Marie Truc. Mm? Then you have Marcel, then your father and his brother, I think. And then you... No, no, the bro- the, it was Marcel's brother. Okay. Marcel's brother and uh, Robert. And Robert had uh, no children and Marcel only a daughter. And Claude Cantillon, my mother, yeah. Claude Cantillon, married with Jean-Pierre Van Roy. So you're the fourth generation. Fourth of... generation, yeah. And, I mean, is there, of course, you're proud to, to carry this tradition. Is there a, a pressure? Is there a sort of sense that, oh, I have a lot of responsibility on my shoulders? Yes, but I have probably less responsibility today with the success than uh, 20 years ago. Things have changed so much that... Yeah. It's yeah, and it's uh, every, today everything is it's easy. So uh, we pe- people thirty years ago we we have Cantillon uh, have to fight to sell a bottle. Today people are fighting to buy a bottle. Absolutely. So it for the same beer. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's a crazy thing. Yeah. Uh, and so it, everything is easier, even if it's probably asking more work. We are working more today than uh, than 30 years ago. But um, it's I, I I don't I don't feel pressure, not really now. And you have kids, right? Yeah. Who also are involved in the brewery? Uh, the 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 older one, Florian, is uh, already working in uh, in the brewery, and but uh, on vacation this week. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, they are. Uh, they, they they pay a lot of interest for for beer for lambic. I don't feel, but Florian uh, is twenty one, Sylvain is seventeen, probably a bit too young. But I I don't right now. I don't feel a real passion yeah. because to produce lambic, you need you need to live Absolutely. the beer. You need you you need you, you need lambic in your in your blood. Um, and right now, you have, to, you have to really commit to it. Yeah, it's, uh, well, that was my next question. I mean, do, for, for kind of the future of the brewery, is it something that you think that 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 you will see in them a later date, or you know, are you maybe you're not thinking about sort of what will happen in the future? 
we all, we always think about the, the future, and I hope that uh, the future will continue with with Cantillon family members. I hope my childrens, but uh, if not, I have I have uh, also nephews. Um, but you never know, you never know. Yeah. Um, you've learned from your father more than you, you and my and my grandfather. Yes, uh, I I learn uh, yeah, in French all the time on on the job. Mm-hmm. On the job, I learn everything on on, on the job. Yeah. Um, learning the 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 the, the brew. You don't have to learn to brew lambic. It's finally it's easy. You we are brewing only one type of beer, always the same. Uh, for me, the brew is certainly not the most important thing in a lambic brewery. There is no secret. Uh, everyone knows the recipe. Uh, it's 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 very easy to produce. The if we have a secret in a lambic brewery, it's blend, and I learned. Uh, to blend lambic with my father, with my grandfather, um, because of wine and beer tasting at home, because my grandfather and my father are uh, great wine lovers. And one more time, the link between wine and lambic sure. is is so close. So close. That's um, so. It's a uh, it's it's a question of time. You need you need a lot of time for uh, for uh, to to learn blending. And um, and yeah, one more time. You need you need the the passion. You need to I to mean, feel your beer. You say you know that it's it's not difficult to produce lambic, but actually there's a lot of challenges in production. I mean, of course you have the the very different type of production that you do to other top fermented or bottom fermented beers. Yeah. You've got you know the 35% unmalted wheat. You've got the you know the Slamy method uh, turbid mash. You've got your long boiling, your aged hops, your cool yeah, shit. But it's, it's it's always the same. You know? Okay. Okay. And, yeah. and no, no secret because when 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 people are coming in and when we are brewing, uh, they can follow a brew and entire brew. So it's uh, it, it's we, we have no secret because it will be totally impossible to reproduce a Cantillon beer because the most important secret is in the brewery. It's the building itself. Mm-hmm. So. We are brewing here since uh, not so far from 80 years, mm-hmm. and so the the wool, the soil, the floor are full of yeast, mm-hmm. bacteria, so our microflora. And it's even if we move the brewery, um, if we uh, if we build a new brewery across the street, we'll probably produce another beer. And so and that's that's impossible to reproduce. Impossible. Space is actually one of the challenges here in, in terms of storage of lambic. So I think a couple of years ago, you guys have sort of developed another space for storage. Of, yeah, of at, uh, 200, 250 meters from it, here. Did you, is it true that you spread the walls yeah. with wort? Yeah. Was it wort? Wort or and, and lambic. And lambic. Both, yeah. And uh, presumably to try to bring some of the character of what is here to that storage space. Yeah, so n- no one knows if, it's, if it works or not. But uh, well, in the natural a... in the natural wine world, they are doing exactly the same. So, if all the, the the people working in the natural way for beer or for wine are doing it, so you, you thought is it is it working or not? Let's let's do it in case uh, you know in case it's important. 
Um, yeah. It wasn't just that it was a, a marketing gimmick. But the, the, we, we need to create a new environment, that's sure, because uh, the beer, so we don't brew in the other building, we are brewing uh, more in the, this building, the, the historical building, if I can, can call it yeah. uh, in this way. Um, and so uh, we transfer the word in the other building and we let it mature in the other building. Uh, the beer uh, from the first season, 1415, are good, but not as good as the one from 1516. And so, in my opinion, it means that we need one year to recreate probably the right environment. Yeah. And again, it's just time. Yes, sure. Like it is with so much of, of producing Lambic. Um, another challenge that you guys faced, and it's a continuing challenge, is climate change. And I mean, you, you've said previously that um, it's getting warmer. So your brewing season is, is shorter. So where your grandfather would have been able to brew from, say, November to maybe May even, you are now... Like uh, October. October. October to May. You're now sort of November to maybe even mid-March. Time to time, time to time, we begin uh, mid, mid-November. Yeah. So you're going from kind of um, minus three to eight degrees to about 10 to 15 mm-hmm. Which is which it's is, uh, ten fifteen no fifteen is uh, if uh, it's uh, a, a small frozen night about minus three four yeah. uh, two eight ten if the weather is windy to evacuate the steam during the during the cooling uh, the best for me the best temperature are around zero mm-hmm. minus one till two uh, two or three uh, three uh, C it's that's that's really the the the, the, best. the the best the best temperature for the for the cooling but this winter was not so bad the the end of the winter winter was uh, was really warm that's um we had uh, from 10 15 march uh, we had temperature during the day more than 20 between 20 and 25 and uh, 10 12 during during the night which is too warm, but I had no other possibilities to to brew because we we we, we had we had to finish the the, the, the season. Yeah, because you, I mean you're um, looking at your brews, you're looking at the temperatures, yeah. you're trying to keep an eye on everything. So time to time, uh, at the beginning of the season, we can cancel some brews and to report it later. But when you arrive at the end of the season, yeah. So, but that um, must be frustrating that you know you can't have your. The exact amount of brews that you want, or we are working, we are working with the with the nature. It's not if you compare the, the what we are what we are living time to time, it creates some some troubles. But if you compare it with with wine, for example, uh, this year for, uh, for the season seventeen is a catastrophe for thousands of winemakers because they they lost the all production in April. So in April, they know that they won't produce wine in September. Yeah. So we don't have to complain. Yeah. It's, uh, so we are working with the nature, but not in the same way than those guys. Um, what, what other are your kind of main production headaches for producing Lambic? So um, the process of, of actually brewing, of course, but then in maturing, are you doing things to kind of minimize oxidization of the beer? Um, are, are there are there ways that you're kind of trying? We top we yeah we do, I'm not working exactly in the same way than my father uh, 20 okay. 25 years ago. Uh, first of all, we are working with uh, Runbang, and uh, before my father 
uh, and my ancestors used square debunk uh, because we used the wooden barrels for uh, the fruit maceration. So with a run bunk, it's more difficult to fill up the, the, the barrel with, uh, with fruits. But uh, with a run bunk, uh, the, 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 the barrel is more hermetic. That's the first thing. So we have less contact, indirect contact uh, with the beer and the air. And the second thing, uh, before to seal the barrel after the fermentation, we top it. Okay. And that's also new. So we are do doing it since uh, the end of the 90s. Yeah. That's, uh, and we reduce the, uh, the oxidation, yeah. That's, uh, but we are always speaking about the, the, the change in the, 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 Cantillon, the, the Cantillon beers. It's true, it's, it's, not, it's not exactly the same. The, the Cantillon beers are probably a bit more delicate uh, today than 20 or 25 years ago. And, and I research it. Uh, but uh, the strange things, uh, the beer produced in the 80s, 90s, made by my father, that a lot of people consider as too acidic. No people are ready to pay crazy prices for such a bottle. So, and we opened it yesterday with my, uh, my friend from, uh, from Italy, uh, a bottle from mid-70s, and the beer was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Um, I mean, you're talking about old beers, beautiful beers. Um, one issue that ha that you have also spoken out against is like trading of of your beers, and that also must be frustrating when you're working so hard and you see them turning up online for ridiculous amounts of money, making it more difficult for certain people to drink the beer. I mean, is that something that that frustrates you, or is it just normal now that you kind of? It's. It's a kind of frustration, yeah. It's uh, not because of the of the price, because people selling those beers at uh, at such a price are winning a, a lot more money than you than, are than, than than me and than than the brewery. Uh, but I I refuse to 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 increase the price because uh, and to ask I can. Cantillon can double the price for uh, for his beers without any problem. And I know it, and we will sell everything. But um, we have, in our customers, we have old, old customers, old people from the city uh, buying Cantillon since decades. And, and those are the people that supported you? Were, yes, and they were very important for us in the 80s and in the 90s. When, when the time was difficult, when it was difficult to sell a Lambic bottle. So you're not going to forget about those people? It's, it's a question of, of, of friendship uh, between them and Cantillon. It's, uh, so the, those people were so important for us 30 years ago. It's difficult for me to say them today, guys, we have a lot of success. So you will pay your goes, double price. And if it's impossible. So we, 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 we have to, 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 to keep, uh, in French, we, we, we say, garder l'église au milieu du village, so to keep the church in the middle of the village. So to, to, to get the right balance. Uh, and so today, because uh, I get the impression that, you know, some people, especially those outside of Belgium, 
think that Cantillon is a very, very expensive beer, whereas yeah. if you come to the brewery and you buy it, it's, it's not expensive at all, no. given how it's made. Yeah. And I guess that, I thought, would be kind of annoying to you because then people have this mm-hmm. false impression of what yeah. the beer in the brewery is. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that, that's because of the rarity as well. Yeah. It's, uh, so the beer is rare. Is that also part of why you wanted to increase production to, to have a little bit more Cantillon out there? Yeah, but uh, f- it's also a little bit more Cantillon for the brewery itself because the, 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 problem, the problem was that... You uh, weren't even drinking fact, your own we beer. Don't, Cantillon, Cantillon doesn't take new uh, professional customers since uh, eight, eight years. It, it will be eight years in, uh, in September. And all our old customers uh, receive the same volume than the previous years. Um, that's also a problem for, for Belgium because eight years ago, uh, no one was asking for Cantillon in Belgium. And no, uh, the, 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 in the, the professional beer sector in Belgium, uh, the, the legend says that Cantillon won't work with Belgium uh, and prefer to, uh, to export the beers. It's because eight years ago, when we decide to to, to, to stop to take new professional customers, no one was asking for her beers in her country. And, um, and so uh, the problem is that the, the county of beers are more and more difficult to get, that we receive more and more people coming in the brewery and so you want to have more beer for yeah, it. And so with the, the, the last years, we had no beer enough for us. Yeah. And so, yeah, finally, the, with the, the, the new building there, uh, we are taking some new customers in the city. I want to focus a bit the, 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 the selling of our beers in Brussels. And uh, yeah, the, it's to, to, to have a bit more beers available here in the brewery itself. Okay, great. Um, every two years, you have a, a quite a special event. Sometimes every two years, it hasn't always been but it's uh, called Quintessence. Mm-hmm. And you invite um, uh, friends and, and guests in to pour beers here. And um, you know it's also like an open house pouring a lot of your beers, a lot of your special beers. And mm-hmm. um, two years ago, or 2014, you had um, Alagash and Russian River over. Indeed, yeah. And you had a, a collaboration beer, the Wild Friendship Blend. It was, it was a, a very special, beautiful time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they are, they are guys who have a huge respect for Lambert tradition, who you have kind of worked closely with. And they went and set up their own sort of cool ships. They have their own spontaneously fermented beer. And you were able to bring part of that together and, and make a blend uh, here. So, I mean, that must have been really special for you as well. It was, it was very special for me because I respect a lot what uh, Vinny and Rob are, are doing. Uh, and they are great brewers, really. And, uh, and and great people, um, and uh, the idea was yeah to to organize something together uh, in fourteen two thousand twelve. I did the same with uh, with Italian brewers, mm-hmm. uh, no no spontaneous fermentation beer, and um, and with uh, with Vinny and Rob yeah I had the the, the idea to to make a blend a bit a, a real collaboration. You know we are speaking a lot about collaboration beers. Time to time, it's strange collaborations. Yeah. Uh, but here it's a real collaboration because uh, they sent me, they sent me uh, some uh, Sonambic and some uh, uh, cool, cool ship, ship. Cool ship, yeah. And we make a blend, one third of each. Uh, it was 
it was very, very cool. Yeah. And I did the same with my Lambic because we made it for the uh, second batch uh, in, uh, in Alagash yeah. for a quintessence because uh, the day uh, the, in 2015, uh, Vinny and Rob organized uh, a quintessence in uh, Santa Rosa and in uh, Portland. But, you know, you talk about a real collaboration. I mean, this, this, these were people that you had kind of known for quite a while. You had a real relationship. And in fact, you had kind of maybe not advised them, but you'd guided them and answered some questions about them setting up their own spontaneously ferment. Sort sort of sp- I didn't guide. But we, one more time, we have, there is no secrets for Lambic. And I think that uh, we need more real spontaneous, spontaneous fermentation on the market. Real spontaneous fermentation well made on the market um, because Lambic was totally alone and uh, so we could we could say as some other Lambic brewers uh, think uh, it's better to stay alone so we have the whole market for us it's not my point of view yeah. it's uh, so the beer world needs more good great spontaneous fermentation beers and that's why when uh, when some some people serious people uh, ask it for uh, for advice uh, it's not it's not a problem for me or to take some some people uh, for for training uh, we did it with uh, Matarpe from uh, the Vale mm-hmm. uh, i tasted the the spontaneous fermentation from Matt in Washington uh, last october very good beer I, I kind of I want to talk a little bit more about spontaneously fermented beer in other parts of the world, but I just want to uh, continue on contestants because last year mm-hmm. you had a fantastic event here as well. Yeah. But there was a small incident when, kind of in the lead up, more than a small incident. So in the lead up, in the lead up to the event, um, uh, there was a, an Italian brewery uh, Del Borco, yeah. um, who you had let's say been quite good friends with up until that point yeah. and um, Leonardo, Lorenzo, is still, Leonardo is still, Leonardo, is still a friend yeah. 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 so um, but of course with I think you had uh, maybe only two other breweries pouring at the event and this was one and, and maybe it was a few weeks before the event maybe 10 days <laughs> 10 days okay so 10 days before the event um, there's an announcement that they're being bought by he gave me he gave me a phone call uh, so, so how did that go Jean if, uh, I have a bad news. Yeah. Wow. Which one? Yeah. Uh, I sold the brie to, to InBev. Say, Leonardo, no, it's impossible. That's, uh, I, I have a, a lot of respect for him because it's a very good brewer and uh, producing very good beers. Um, and f- what a pity. It's, uh, and um, I took my decision in less than five minutes time. And I told him, Leonardo, I'm sorry, but uh, I can't receive you. It's impossible. It's impossible. I can't. I can't receive in Bev in my brewery. That's, did did uh, he understand that immediately, or was he? Also- yeah, yeah. He, he answered. I, I was sure about your, uh, your, uh, your, your answer, your response. So that, yeah. So people, people, people knows knows me and knows knows the brewery. It's uh, you know we we had we had. A lot of troubles with with the big breweries in the in the seventies, the eighties. Uh, Cantillon, Cantillon. My parents fight to survive and fight against those those big breweries who uh, who forbid us 
uh, to join some uh, some bars uh, who, who try to 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 eliminate the traditional lambic from the from the beer scene. Um, so we we fight it against those uh, those breweries, and uh, and I think that unfortunately, but uh, it's coming back. It's coming back when. Well, when I mean, there was a there was a, a quote I think uh, I read which was quite poetic actually from you guys it was uh, for us to open the county on doors to Ebi Inbev is to allow the fox to yeah. mind the geese yeah so I mean you yeah but the fox the fox in in is in not not Cantillon but uh, in in the craft in the craft beer scene for sure and uh, and when when, when a, a brewer uh, selling his brewery uh, uh, and and uh, saying that uh, he's doing it for uh, to uh, to expand craft production Bullshit! It's <laughs> they are doing it for money. When someone that you know, like Leonardo, says that, do you ever try and put yourself into his shoes and think, um, you know, why he might do that? Is it just? I mean, are you seeing it as but they, black they, and white? In, 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 they, they can they can say all the things they want. I am sure they have they have to be honest with with the customers and with them. They are doing it for money. And That's my opinion, but. It's you don't you don't sell your brewery when if you are in love with your product if you are in love with your with, with what you are doing if if you are passionate you don't sell your brewery to a big industrial group. What about because of the love of your beer? What you if, are doing what if, for. What would you say to to people that say look this is to allow us to invest in producing beer uh, in a different way to, to 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 kind of improving the quality of our beer by by this investment? What are you saying to that? I, can't, I don't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. No, it's uh, it's and in in my opinion today the the the, the big group um, continue to keep those breweries the the brewers so that they don't touch anything. Uh, but unfortunately, I think that they, the, those those groups uh, manage a lot of money. A lot of uh, of power, and I'm 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 a bit worried about the future. And uh, and if if they if they if they win if they win, believe me, the beer quality will decrease. So right now they have to continue to produce quality beers uh, with the, the the craft breweries they they took over, but. If they if they they found like the first place in the ranking, do you see the acquisitions continuing in the next? Oh few yeah, years? sure. Yeah. All yes, but for for less money. Right now they pay a lot for uh, for breweries, and now we got in 2016 17 uh, we got the saturation point, uh, so the increasing of production, uh, uh, new breweries and so on. I think. It's over, um, and more and more breweries uh, will probably decrease a bit the production. Will have more problem to expand, to increase, and uh, there, if uh, big groups are coming, it will it will not be for. Uh, 10, 50, 100 million euro, but for a way less money. 
that's uh, it was so it was so 50 years ago you know so like the, the history is always coming back. you're saying yeah, always you're saying that's just happening again i think so unfortunately yes um any plans and that's why that's that's why we 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 have to to fight that's uh, people people uh, leading uh, great great bars great beer shops um try to to create right now uh, uh, an important group in europe um uh, and to create a free ab in bev zone mm -hmm. um that's that's the way to do uh, even if it will be probably a drop in the ocean but it's 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 a good begin uh, do you have any plans for contestants uh, the next edition? Uh, 2018 uh, will be uh, probably with my friends from uh, Quebec, uh, Trou du Diable, uh, Dieu du Ciel, and Denham, headed by uh, Sean from uh, Hill Farmstead. Oh, fantastic. That's a really nice lineup. So, when's that going to be? Is that. Normally May 1st. May 1st is a public holiday in, uh, in Belgium. Okay, great. Look forward to that. Um, I kind of want to talk now a little bit about uh, the Lambic fraternity, if you will. Um, of course, there is Horal, which you're not a member of, um, and that is kind of contains a fairly diverse mix of types of breweries, most of which are based in Poitiers and Valley. Um, I guess, uh, what was the first of all? What was the reason that you guys decided not to, to become a member of, of that group? Because we fight to protect the name Goose, we, my father, uh, in the end 80s, early 90s, fight to, to protect the name, uh, the name Goose. Um, we, Cantillon, uh, went to, uh, to trials against, uh, I think, all, all the industrial, uh, the, the industrial and big breweries. Um, uh, don't forget that early 90s, some, some, uh, Lambic breweries or so-called Lambic breweries didn't didn't produce any traditional Lambic, nothing. Um, and so we try it here at Cantillon to save the name Goose and the name Lambic. But we were alone. No one was following us to, for, for, for this protection. And uh, when Armand de Belder uh, from Trifontaine founded uh, Oral, I think in 90... Seven or ninety-eight. Yeah. Um, we we won't join the the group because uh, in Horal you have always a lot of industrial breweries. Uh, they are all member except Bellevue. They are all member from uh, from Horal, and a lot of those breweries are living by the sale of fake lambic, and they are not living by the sale of traditional lambic. So if tomorrow those breweries uh, have to make a choice, a financial choice between fake industrial lambic and traditional lambic, it's easy. So we are not speaking about the same beer. So to sit at the same table with people ready to defend a fake lambic, no, never. It's, it's a nonsense. It's a nonsense. And the first thing. And second thing, uh, we were also against the, the use of uh, how they use. Yes. First, for us, we, the, 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 the goal and the thing to do was to protect 
Goose. Yeah, because you, you make the point that why do we have to change the name? Yeah. Why do the traditional producers? Yes, sure. We are producing, we are producing here a beer since 1900. Since 1900, we call this beer Goose. We didn't change anything. Still the same recipe. We are using the same material, the same time to produce it, the same passion, the same love. Why we have to change the name of our beer? And, and finally, it's the industrial one. They are, they are liars. They, they are speaking about goose. They don't produce goose. And so and the only way to do was to say, okay, we keep the name Goose for the traditional. You have to change your name for your fake Goose. So, but it was impossible. Today, it could be probably to, to change something today. But 20 years ago, uh, it, was, it was totally impossible because the, 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 the industrial lambic were so strong. And uh, and the, the 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 traditional lambic production was so so poor that 20 years ago it was it was totally impossible. So the fight the fight was uh, was lost before before the beginning. But th there must be producers in that group that you respect, that you have a good relationship with, and maybe you understand why. With some of them, yeah, because example, because because some of, some of them are producing beautiful beers, yeah. beautiful lambic. But I mean, do, do people like Armand or Frank? not ever come up to the door and say, you know, Jean, let's talk about maybe doing something together or, 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 or are you kind of just wary of getting involved at all with, with a group that includes people that you don't agree with? If, if some people want to create a new group only with the, the breweries producing only traditional lambic, only traditional lambic, yeah, that breweries and blenders. So it's not, yeah. it's, it's, it's not that you're not open to working with other people? We, we, are, we are here since decades, we are here to promote and to defend a beer, lambic. It's, it's, it's our love. If other people are ready to do the same, Sure, we will be there. Yes. Um, in it, it's in in recent years, there's been uh, one or two kind of new blenders have have come up. So Pierre Tilkin has has started, and there's a new guy, uh, Raf Bunkerader. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, are you also are you kind of happy to see that people doing it in the right way? Of course, are are kind of starting to also you know um, make this beer style thrive again. Mm -hmm. And do you have a relationship yes, with those guys? Yes and no. Uh, yes, because I respect uh, what Pierre and Raph are doing, and they are doing it very well. But no one in Belgium tried to start a lambic brewery. So a lot of people are doing it in North America, in Scandinavia, in England, in Italy. Lambic is her beer. And unfortunately, no one starts again. So would you like to say Lambic production. That's, that, that's a pity. I think, and we are speaking here about Lambic, 
but we can speak about Red Flanders. We can speak about Old Brown. All, all those traditional Belgian beers. Indigenous styles. Yeah, it's so. All the new breweries we spoke about. All, all the all the new breweries, um, leading by very nice people, very good brewers time to time. They are all producing IPAs, pale ale. Uh, so all, all the trendy beers, but no one except Verzet uh, some years ago, Verzet producing also very, very good products. Um, but except Verzet, no one start again a production of Belgian styles beer. So it's our roots. Okay, so what Raph and Pierre are doing is beautiful but we need I, I'm sure about it we need more yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that some people are starting to brew spontaneously fermented beer in other parts of the world North mm -hmm. America in particular um, recently there's been kind of discussion about terms I mean it's always been in the background of course um, you know Lambic is a beer which is produced in the Poutenland Senna Valley that's true yeah. you've got wild yeast uh I mean, you, you, you've worked with Alagash and Russian River who, who brew spontaneously fermented beer. They don't call the beer Lambic. Um, do you have a problem with people calling Lambic if it's not brewed in Belgium? Yes. Yeah, it's um, Lambic. We are speaking about, sponta about the spontaneous fermentation beer, um, but 200, 300 years ago, all the beer were spontaneous fermentation beer. Even if... Uh, the breweries uh, were working with with sediment to to try to reproduce approximately the same uh, the, the same beer, but um, all those beers were spontaneous fermentation beers, and two or three hundred years ago, only one beer was called lambic. It was a beer produced in Brussels and around Brussels. That's it. So why today people who begins to produce spontaneous fermentation beer have to call this beer Lambic. It's stupid. It's stupid. So, but one more time, the Lambic breweries didn't protect the name. And so it's also our fault. So so let's uh, let's run that idea through. If you um, produce a wort in a traditional way, in the same way that a traditional lambic brewery mm. does in another part of the world, and you inoculate it with as close as the exact strains of Lactobacillus and Brettanomyces. No one, no one knows exactly what we found back in the world so, so after inoculation. So, so your argument is it'll never be exactly the same, and therefore no, it can't no. be lambic. You know, I will take the the example of. Merlot grapes, for example. Merlot, Merlot grapes is the emblematic fruit, the emblematic grapes to produce Bordeaux. Okay. We use Merlot grapes in world, worldwide, everywhere. But only one wine is called Bordeaux. So 
if, if the guy producing wine in Argentina with Merlot wants to call his wine Bordeaux, no. But is that no. is that to do with the the kind of the fermentation character or the, with the biochemistry of how it's produced, or is it to do with the protection by the producers in Bordeaux of that name, the appellation? Uh, b- both probably, but but it's uh, it's if if tomorrow uh, all the the, the 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 Merlot the Merlot wine are called Bordeaux, people won't understand it. So, so uh, there's a group of uh, breweries um, in America that want to kind of protect the production of traditional yeah. lambic style beer, and they, you know, they want to make sure that it's produced in the same way that it is being produced in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're looking for a term to define the beer to set them apart from other producers of mixed fermentation or sour yeah. kettle souring. And they've gone with this method. Who's um, now? I think it's it's led. By mostly by the guys in Jester King, and yeah, they've Jeff, have yeah. open discussions with you about this. Now, Haral have kind of expressed that they're not that comfortable with the term because it uses the word "kuza" or "goose." Um, what's what's your sort of take on it? Are, are, do you see it as something important for protecting that way of making beer, or as taking away from your right as a Brussels brewery? One more time, that? if "goose" was protected, for me. Method Goose was not the right term to certificate the, the North American fermentation beers, uh, spontaneous fermentation beers. But Goose isn't protected. You know, that's two or three years ago. Even though you would like I, it to be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you're but, saying it's th- a myth. That's a dream. One more time, Goose is horse, lambic as well. But but this name, everybody can use it. So you're okay. saying basically... Three, three years ago, I had here a French brewer. He gave me a bottle made in uh, Auvergne, so uh, center of the country, center of France, um, with on the label, Goose. And I told him, you can call it Goose. It's not a Goose. And he answered it, yes, and... I won't give the name of the brewery. And the brewery, dude, are producing real goose? And no. No, so a lot of Belgian breweries are using the name goose, but they don't put real goose in the bottle. But so you're they don't fill the bottle with, with a real goose. So if goose was protected, indeed, method goose is not to use to describe such a beer. But Goose, unfortunately, isn't. So you're saying that even though you would love the term to be protected, the fact that it's not is kind of like tough, tough yeah. to the guys in the and so And so I think right now all the breweries producing a real spontaneous fermentation beer have so much respect for Lambic and Goose, that they won't use the name Goose and Lambic. But for, for how many time? Six months? One year? Two years? And finally, a brewer will say, my spontaneous fermentation beer is as good as the one from Belgium and way better than the industrial Goose. So I will use it. And 
we have nothing in our hands to go against that. Nothing. But it sounds and like so, for me, method goes, we are giving something, we are giving our hand to people with a huge respect for what we are doing today in Belgium. And we need friends in North America. And so later, if a brewery in US or in Canada want to use the name Goes, the American brewers using method Goes could say to the guy, man, it's not to do. So actually, if you are producing a real spontaneous so fermentation beer. They, they would help protect yeah. what you're doing yeah. where you can't sure. protect yourself. Sure. We need we need um, allies. We, we need allies in, a, in in the other countries, and so for me, it's it's the best way, you know, to, to give to give our, our hand today to avoid to give your arm or harm <laughs> later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I am I am the only one to think in this way, unfortunately. So oral and all the the. The, uh, the the lambic brewers producing a lot of fake lambic <laughs> for some of them uh, are against the the, the use of uh, method goes they are maybe right I'm wrong so tell me about the concept of Swansea Swansea um, so the I'm I'm making some uh, experimental beer since the the end of uh, of 90s so um, I made uh, a lot of different things and um, in 2008 I decide to call those beers Zwanze why because um, I let those experimental beer uh, taste tasted by some people coming in the brewery, and time to time uh, I found it back on uh, red beer sites and uh, and so on. Uh, those beers with uh, notes, comments, and a name, but a name that I I didn't give myself. And so that was a bit frustrated to to find like your beer without the right name or the name you you could imagine for the beer, and that's why I decided in 2008 to uh, to create a beer called Zwans. Uh, it was a rhubarb, uh, and um, in 2009 and 2010, same thing. Uh, the beer was bottled and we sold the, the bottle in the brewery. But in 2010, uh, we used a uh, uh, label with number in it to try to, to track the, the, the bottle. And a bottle sold here at six euro at the brewery was some days later uh, online for 70, 80, 90 euro. And one more time, um, big frustration. And in 2011, uh, I decided to change 
uh, the way uh, to, 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 to work and to, to produce it. And in place of bottling the production, we kegged the big majority of the that was just to prevent people from kind of yeah and in. so and so the, the, the we 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 sent the cakes uh, all over the world uh, and the idea was to uh, to 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 tap the the Swans cake at the same time everywhere except in um, in Japan uh, and no Australia and New Zealand are taking part to the the Swans day they, they do it a bit uh, a bit earlier because otherwise it will be too too early at five or six in the morning. Um, and yeah, the idea it's, this beer uh, is made once and people are drinking it one time and everybody at the same time. So seven, eight, 9,000 people are drinking the same beer at the same time. All across the once. world. Yeah, all across the world. Yeah. And, and how do you select partners that, that, you know, because I'm sure you get people saying, can we get a keg? Oh, yeah, we have, uh, we, I got a... Uh, how many, keg, tons, tons how many of kegs do you, do you um, release? But first of all, in, in Europe, uh, all the, the, the people I'm working for are friends, real friends. I consider them as, uh, as friends. Um, and um, in US, I'm working with friends as well, people coming at the brewery since... I'm thinking about uh, Tom Peters from uh, Monks in, uh, in Philly. Tom, Tom is coming here since not so far from 20 years, I think. Um, and uh, I'm there working because uh, US is the main, the main uh, important place for, uh, the main, main important country for the, the locations, one's locations. Um, I think around 20, if I remember. Um, so I'm working with uh, with Shelton with my my distributor as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, it's, I think it's a, a privilege for a lot of the places to be able to get this sort of limited edition Cantillon. Yeah, yeah that's uh, and no, it's a, it's a bit a Cantillon, a Cantillon party because I I sent other other, other cakes, well. other beers, yeah. and and it's uh, so I think you know beer is so important for for friendship for uh, for for party. Uh, for me, that's my that's my my, my point of view of a beer. Uh, it's, uh, it it's a social, social cachet. Yeah, sure. Uh, to be with friends, uh, to, to 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 have a good time together, um, and so I I have the feeling that we are all together, all across the world. Yeah, friends. It's uh, it's it's always a, a it's good a, time. It's a beautiful romantic vision, Jean. Um, thanks for talking to me. My last question is, do you enjoy what you do? As I told you, yes, if you don't, uh, if you don't enjoy it, if you don't have passion, I, I think you need, you need passion for beer, but Lambic, it's something else. You need, uh, I, I feel my beer, really. The, the brewery, the beer and the brewery is living and I feel it so. Well, you feel it. I'm going to drink it. Santé. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, folks. If you want to hear more, why not subscribe to the podcast? And if you liked it, we'd love it if you left a review on iTunes. If there's someone you know you think would enjoy it, please do recommend it to them. And if you want to keep up with our stories, resources and projects on Belgian beer and Belgian chocolate, sign up for our email updates on belgiansmack.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next time.